Soita Daf Yutes Omadalev, page 19, side 8. So they learned this because the Ksiv Zois, because it says Zois, so likewise, Bishnei Anoshim Ushnei Boyalim, two men and two separate relationships, so that a woman who her husband has warned her and she goes into seclusion and they gave her to drink. And then that husband dies, and then she gets married to another person, and he warned her she shouldn't seclude with another person. The there is no disagreement, and everybody agrees that the woman would uh, drink once; they would give her once to drink, and then they would give her a second time, because Dixie, because it says toiras. So we learn from the word toiras that sometimes a one woman can drink many times. But keep ligi, when is there the mach like his disagreement between this tanoyim? In two ways. Number one is bi'ish that she was married to one person and then he warned her two times, each one, each time that she should not go into seclusion with a different person. And the second one that they argue is bi'ish echod that her husband warned her, and then she went into seclusion, and they gave her to drink, and he died. And then she married another person, and he, too, warned her she shouldn't go into seclusion with that particular person. Tanakama sover, so in that case, the Tanakama holds toiras l'raboyi kuli, that the word toiras is coming to include even in these two cases that you would give her to drink a second time. And the Zois is coming to exclude Lemauti, that we won't give her to drink twice only in the way of Ish Echot Ubayel Echot, that there's one person and one person relationship. Rabbonon Basaroi Savri and the, the second Rabbonon hold that Zois is coming Lemauti Kuli, that also in the first two instances we won't give her to drink a second time. And the Torahs is Lerabuyi, it's coming to include that we will give a second time to drink only in the case of Shnei Anoshim Ushnei Ba'ali when there's two separate husbands and there's two separate people that they were warned that she was warned not to have a relationship. But Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda holds that Zois is coming Lemauti Tarti to exclude two cases and Torahs is coming to include two cases. The more explains Zois is coming to exclude Lemoti Tarti the uh, first the cases of number one was Ish Echod Echod. That's one case that it's uh, and the second one is Ish Echod Ushnei So in both of these cases um, we would not give the wife to drink and the Toidas is coming Lerabuyi Tarti to come including two cases, which is, first of all, the case of Shnei Anoshim where there's two men and, uh, two men, but the one that they're warning her is one person, so we're including that. And the second one is Shnei Anoshim Ba'alim, that there's two separate husbands and two separate individuals that she was warned that in these two cases, you would give her to drink a second time. Hadran Alecha Hoyomevi, Hadran Alecha Hoyomevi, Hadran Alecha Hoyomevi. Now, the next parak is Hoyanoital Perik Shlishi. This parak continues to deal with the orders of the Soita in the Azor, in the courtyard. And it's going to deal, explain the laws, the matters of bringing the Karbonus and other uh, aspects which are connected to drinking of the bitter uh, water.
Mishnah. So after they had the Saita swear, Hoya Noitalas Minchosa, the husband would take the Mincha Metoy Kfifa Mitzris from the Kfifa Mitzris. That was the basket that uh, in it they brought the Mincha, the meal offering for the Saita. And he would place it inside a serving vessel in order to sanctify it. And he gives it on the hands of the Saita in order to raise it. And the Koyen places his hands underneath uh, her hands. And he raises it he, uh, uh, up, uh, forward and backwards, up and uh, down in the east, when his hand, uh, towards the east, when his hands is under the hand of the woman. Then, Hainif uh, he raised it, and then he brings it over to the corner of the west, southwest of the Mizbeach, Komatz Vihiktir, he took the Kemitzah, the three fingers full, and he brought it up in smoke on the Mizbeach, and the rest is eaten for the Kahanim. So the order of thing was as follows. First you would give the woman to drink from the bitter water. Then you would sacrifice the meal offering. Rav Shimon disagrees. He says that the, uh, to begin with, the order is that first, first you bring her offering. And after, only afterwards, you would give her to drink from the water. Because in the Pasuk it says, First it says, that he should do the koimets and to bring in the mizbech. And then it says he should give the woman to drink water. But nevertheless, he still would agree to, Rabbi Shimon agrees, that after the fact, if he did give her to drink first, and then he sacrificed the mincha, it be kosher. Gemara. Oh, my lady, Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi so this is Rabbi Lezer ben Pedor, said to Rabbi Yeshia, the daughter of his generation, this is Rabbi Yeshia, was the generation of Lezer, don't sit down uh, on your seat until you can explain to me, until you can explain to me this uh, matter. Where do we know that a meal offering of the soita requires raising? So Rabbi Yeshua was surprised on this question. Menolo, uh, uh, you're asking me for where do we know this? But the Torah says you should raise it. The Torah writes with regards to the meal offering of the site of Eidim. So Rabbi Lezer says, we've only Menolo. My question is, how do we know that the woman needs to raise it together with the Koyim? We've only meaning that the owners who bring the Koyim have to raise it together. So Rabbi Yeshua answers him, Asya, Yod Yod Bishlamim. The halacha of raising the mincha of the soita is learned out to Xerishave from Yod Yod from Shlomim. By the raising of the chaza v'shoik v'murim of the Shlomim, when you raise the breast and the thigh and the fat of the Shlomim, Ksiv Hocha, over here it's written with regards to the raising of the mincha soita, v'lok ha'koyim yad isha, that the koyen will take from the hand of the woman. So it says, as mincha sakanoiz v'hein v'goymer. And over there, with regards to raising the Shlomim, it says, Yodov Tivienu, to bring the uh, sacrifice for the fire of Hashem, to raise them, So we learn out one from the other. Ma'akan, just like by the Soito, is the raising is done through the Koyen. 
also by the shlomim, it's also done koyet. The raising is done through the koyet. The tunufa is done through the koyet. Umalahalon, and just like by the shlomim, the raising is also done baolim or through to the owners. Afkan also by soita, the raising is done baolim through the owners. Okay, it's up. So how could it be that you raise it through the bailim, the owners, together with the koyim at the same time? So that happens through the fact that that you place the hand underneath the koyim, places his hands underneath the hands of the owners, those who bring the korban, he raises together with them. We learned in the Mishnah, that you raise it and then you make the koimets, that first you would give it a drink and then you bring the mincha. So the Gemara asks in the Tanakhama that says that the drinking of the water comes before the sacrificing of the mincha. So the Gemara asks in the Tanakhama that says that the drinking of the water comes before the sacrifice of the mincha. But before this, we learned in the previously the order of the Akrovas of mincha. So it's mashma that the Tana was re- teaching it in the order the way they were done in the um, in the order he was uh, following this the seder that they were that it was actually done so now from it it comes out from his word that the mincha came before drinking that was the chronological order this is what the Tana is saying in the first in the Bereisha. Say the Menachas case and what's the order of the Menachas in other words, that the Tana did not care to organize the words as they were done uh, in actuality. But the fact that he r- learned first the order of the sacrificing of the uh, the uh, the portion, uh, the, the, the order of the Mincha before the giving to drink, is not coming to tell us that the sacrifice comes before the drinking, before giving it to drink. But first he wrote the order how you sacrifice the Mincha And then he says that when it comes to sacrifice it, he would take it from her in a Kfifa Mitzris. And then he writes the order of the uh, acts. And that is Tnufa, you raise it, Vagosha, you bring it to the Mizbeach, Kimitza, you do the Kimitza Vakhtar, you sacrifice. And only afterwards is coming to explain how the order of things. And itself, whether the drinking comes before or that cross comes before, is a machloikis. Rabbanon hold that first you give to drink and then you sacrifice the mincha. But Rabbanon sovar, Rabbanon holds makrevis minchosa vachach mashne mashke. That first you give the sacrifice the mincha and then you give it to drink. Shemar vachach yashke after he gives it to drink. We learned in the Mishnah of Mishka, if he gave it to drink, if he gave it to drink and then he sacrificed the milk, it's kosher. Soita Daf Yutes, Amud Beis, page 19, side B. So the Gemara brings up Raisa to explain from where did Rav Shimon learn that when you give to drink the Soita, that the drinking of the Soita takes place after the sacrifice of the Mincha. There are three times that uh, the drinking of the soita is mentioned in the portion of soita in the following order. Number one, after the uh, Megillah, the uh, writing was erased in water, it says, 
the kosav is kol ha'olos ha'ela koin basefer umochel mehamorim diishka esayisha that he will write all these uh, curses. The koin will write them in the sefer and he will erase it into the bitter water and give the woman to drink. The second time it says after they brought the mincha. It says v'komatz hakoyin min hamincha saskoroso. He will take the kmitza from the mincha. And then it says, And after that, he gives the woman to drink the water. So that's after the Akrabas Amincha. And the third time, in the next post, it says again, So now we're going to learn Amachloikis in the, uh, in the how we learn this Pesukim, how we expound this Pesukim. The first one, it says, give it to drink, that's mentioned in the parsha before the uh, offering of the mincha, of the meal offering, before the burning of the koimets. What does it come to teach us? But after, it's already written, after the sacrifice, the mincha v'hishko, that he gave it to drink, v'hishka samay. So from the fact that the Pesach says, v'achar yashke, uh, that after the Kmitza, uh, after the Hikra Mizbech, it says, that afterwards you should give it to drink. So that means that it's understood that the drinking of the water is done after the Akrova. So what does it say, the Hishka, that it gives the woman to drink after erasing? Why was it written? So the Rice answers, Tanakama says, that if the uh, Megillah was erased and she says I'm not drinking, in other words, even though that before the erasing of the Megillah, the woman can say, I don't want to drink. But if it's already erased and she says, I'm not going to drink, we're not going to listen to her. But Ma'ararin Oysa, you means that you'll open her mouth forcefully. Umashkin Oysa you'll give her to drink against her will. That's the, part, uh, that's the, uh, the opinion of Akiva. So the, the extra, the, uh, the first Vihishko is to say that we force her to drink if the name of Hashem has already been erased. Shimon says that the Achar Yashke, that the second time that it says, after the Haktoiris of the Koimits, it says, and then you should give it to drink, what is this coming to teach us? And we cannot say that this is coming to teach us according to Rabbi Shimon's opinion. That is coming to teach us that the drinking of the water takes place after the actor, after the sacrifice of the koimets, because already it's written in the third posik, Vihishko. Already it says later on that he will give it to drink after the actor. So we know already that the hashko, that the drink goes after the actor. So why does it say Vachar Yashke? Hello. But that comes to teach us that that we don't give her to drink only after all the things that are said before, everything that was said in the parsha Magid. So the Torah come to teach us over here that that there are three things uh, that can stop her from drinking the the bitter waters. Before the koimetz has been sacrificed, and before the uh, the megillah was erased in the water, 
uh, until uh, she didn't doesn't accept upon herself the shvua. Up to that time, we were not going to give her to drink for the Mayim Amorim. Only after that. And the Gemara uh, is going to review the words of Rav Shimon and the Braisa to explain them. When he says, that before, only after, in other words, we won't give her to drink if the Koymets has not been uh, brought yet. That goes to Rav Shimon he goes according to his view, his far reasoning. The Amar, he says, that in our Mishnah, Rav Shimon says that first you bring the Mincha, uh, and then you give her to drink the uh, the water, the Meyamori. But on the second thing that he says, uh, he says that you won't give her to drink unless the Megillah has been raised, so why does he have to say it? So that's the not understood. If we should say that the Megillah before the Megillah is raised, so what is he giving her to drink? The water that checks her are the waters that they uh, dissolve the Megillah Saita inside them. But before they erase it, they're not called May Saita. So what are you going to drink? So what do you have to say? Before you have the water, you don't give her to drink the water. There's no water to give her to drink before you are Maychik the Megillah. So Rabashi says to answer uh, the meaning of uh, of Rav Shimon uh, that it is true that we don't have to tell you that you can't give her to drink before they erase the Megillah inside the water. But this wasn't necessary but to teach us that if the if the Rishima uh, in other words there is still uh, some evidence of the writing of before. So they did erase it into the water. But if there is still a leftover on the parchment, there's leftover a little bit uh, of a sign of the writing, you still cannot give her to drink until it'll be totally erased so that you cannot recognize no nothing left over. And the next thing where Shimon says that she doesn't drink before you don't give it to drink as long as she hasn't accepted the Shavua. So, there's a problem with that too, because from the words of Reb Shimon, it comes out that Mishnud Leishasya, that we won't give her to drink uh, before she accepts the Shavua. But to write the Megillah, they will write it even before she accepts the Shavua. But the problem is, that the Megillah Soita that you write before she accepted the Shvua, he hadn't done anything. Because the order of writing the Megillah Soita is written in the Torah after she accepts the Shvua. So the understanding is that the Megillah, the writing is done after she accepts the Shvua. So the Gemara answers, yeah, you're right. Yutakia don't write the Megillah until she accepts the Shvua. And this that it says is he doesn't drink uh, until after you accept the Shavua, Kedei Nasba. In other words, it's in, it's a by the way, and not necessarily mentions it. Because the, not only don't you drink, give it a drink, you don't even write it before the uh, acceptance of the Shavua. In our Mishnah, we have a Machlokis Rabon Rabishiman, what is the order of the matter in checking the Saita? According to the Rabbanon, 
you give her to drink and then you give bring the mincha. According to Reb Shimon, you bring the mincha and then you give her to drink. So what it says, What is the source uh, for their disagreement? The Gemara responds, There's three times that there is mentioned in the parsha that you give her to drink. The first time it's written after the erasing and before the ketores, before before the ketore, for bringing the Koimetz uh, on the Mizbech. The second time it's written, after the Aktore, it says, And then there is another time it says, The last time he should give it to drink. So this is Machloikis. The first drinking which is written before the uh, burning of the Koimetz, that's coming to tell you for the drinking itself, to tell you that Shemashko that first you give her to drink, and then you bring her piecemeal uh, on the Mizbech, the Koimetz. And that is, that needs to say, that the fact that the Torah writes the drinking before the Torah, we can learn that this is the order of the way you do things. Then we have the Posig V'achar Yashkech, that after gives to drink. So, um, so we learn from it, V'achar Yashkech, to teach us that you can't give her to drink until after the Megillah was totally um, erased, so that nothing is left over, as if the Pesach would have said that after the erasing Yashke, uh, um, and Vihishka Basra, then the last Vihishka, we learn, She'i nimchako Megillah ve'imeres, that after the uh, Megillah, was erased. And then this Saita goes ahead and says, I'm not going to drink matter. And Isa, you will open up her mouth forcefully. And you will give her to drink against her will. And Rabshimon learns the Psukim as follows. The second positive, that he learns for the drinking of the Saita to teach us that first you give the mincha and then you give it to drink. In other words, that the Ashkoe is done after all the items that are said in the Parsha, which is writing the Megillah, burning of the Kaimetz, and the racing of the Megillah into the water, so that there's nothing left over. And the Hishka Kamon, the first time that it says in the Parsha, you give it to drink before the Akhtara, that's coming to teach us, that did he have it? If he gave her to drink, and then he did the mincha, it's kosher. So although lechatchila the hashkod, the drinking is done after the ketore, after the ketore, after they brought, brought the koyimets, but nevertheless, if the koyin gave her to drink before the ketore, it's kosher. Vihishka basra, and the last vihishka that is written after all the drinkings, uh, which is the after the racing of the megillah and the burning of the koyimets. That's come to teach us that if the Megillah was erased after all this, she says, I won't drink. Then you force her, and you make her drink it against her will. So the Gemara has Why don't they dash in the Psukhnak of Shimon to learn from the Achar Yashke that the drinking is done after the Akhtara? 
But it seems like the Apostle is saying that Acha Yashke, that Akhtorim, then Yomashke. The more answers, that the Posik is not uh, usual to tell you uh, what happens with the Eved, that it's okay with the Eved, and then to tell you the order. First, he tells you the way it should be done. And then he adds Psukim to use Adrosh. And therefore, it makes sense to say that the first Hishka, which is written before the Akhtoyre, before the, the, the burning, that's written Tafke. And then the Achari Yashke and the Hishka Achari, those were uh, uh, written for uh, drushes to expound upon. Now the Gemara goes back to the Braise that was brought down before and brings a contradiction towards Rabbi Kiva. From the Gemara, the Sovar Rabbi Kiva, does the Rabbi Kiva then hold that a Soito who says, I'm not going to drink after the Megillah was erased, that we're going to forcefully, forcefully give her to drink? But but we learn the Braise, Rabbi Yudha Eimer, Rabbi Yudha says, Kalabus is our teeth made out of metal. We put into her mouth uh, forcefully. Uh, and we put it into the mouth so that they should stay open so she couldn't close her mouth. So she so that if the uh, parchment was erased, not drinking, we force her, we give her to drink against her will. The whole reason we need to drink the water is just to check her out whether she's tired or not. But since he says, I'm not drinking, she's already checked. Because she's admitting that she's tummy. But until the koimetz has not been offered, she can retract and say, I'm not drinking. And we won't force her to drink because it's as if she admits that she is a tummy. But but after the commitments has been brought, she cannot retract. So what do we see? That according to Rabbi Kiva, we don't give her to drink against her will only after she has brought the mincha, the, the sacrifice of the mincha. And that contradicts what it says in this b'raise, the first b'raise, that after the Megillah has been erased, uh, we would give her to drink against her will. So the Gemara asks, according to your reasoning that you ask him this b'raise, so why are you asking that there is a contradiction from this b'risa to the b'risa that, brought, that was brought before? There's a problem, the problem, the contradiction is in the b'risa in itself. Since that if she retracts and she doesn't want to drink, that's considered that she is admitting that she has had a relationship. So how come So why after the koimetz was been sacrificed, she cannot retract and we make her drink? But since she says, I'm not drinking, so she's been checked, because that's considered admission, so why should she be uh, forced to drink? The answer is Lakashi. That's not a problem. Oh, when the Rabbi Kiva says that if the koimitz has been sacrificed, we force her to drink, and the retraction from drinking the water is not considered to be admission in Tuma, is talking about the that she's retracting because of the fear. Because we saw that her body, she was shaking. And when Rabbi Kiva says that if she refuses to drink after the erasing, and we're saying that that makes her check that she's like admitting that she's Tomei, it's talking about the Kadra, that she's retracting, but, but while she's still healthy, she's not afraid, she's not shaking, she just says, I'm not drinking. And this is what Rabbi Kiva is saying. Call Mechamas Briusa. 
if she refuses to drink in a situation which is healthy, she did not show any signs of fear or shivering, then she doesn't drink at all. Because a person who says, I'm not drinking, and it's not because of, of fear, so we assume that also in the beginning when she said she's going to drink, she didn't really have intention to drink, but she relied on this, that when they're going to come to give her to drink, she's going to refuse. And therefore, when she's refusing, she's considered like admitting that she is guilty, that she has had the relationship. But one who refused to drink because of fear, that we see that she's afraid and she's shaking, that's a sign that from the beginning she had intention to drink. And she relied on being clean, not having the relationship. But just now she's afraid and she worries that the water might not check her out, despite the fact that she's clean. And in this case, there is a difference when she retracts. Actually, before the koimetz has been sacrificed, that the Megillah has not been erased yet, inami, or even imchik Megillah, even if the Megillah was erased before the koimetz was brought, the shaloikidin of it, kohanim that the kohanim did not write by erasing the Megillah, because they shouldn't have uh, raised the Megillah before the koimetz, but then she can retract and we won't make a drink, against the will, but when the koimetz has been sacrificed, the bedin of it, kohanim the mochake, so then the kohanim that erased it, did the right thing, because after the uh, koimetz, they have to uh, erase it, so then the mozahadrabo, that she cannot retract, and therefore we're going to force her to drink, and that's the explanation in the words of Rabbi Kiva.